I understand what that song means now. I gotta go back and listen to that song. See, I ain't understand the song. We sing songs, don't even understand. I'm telling you, Zion is calling hit different when you actually move into a higher place. It hit different. We exalt the hit different when you actually exalt God. Hey, hey, hey. Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. And this is Real Church Matters, where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church, Real matters. Church matters. What's going on, man? Nothing much. <laughs> Just working. <laughs> I got my uh, my nephew, Earl Jr. here with me. Been a minute. I think I, you remember what episode we did? It was one of the earlier ones, Saturday, like, yeah, forty something. It had to be yeah. like uh, close to two years ago, yeah, or a year ago. Before triple digit episodes. Before triple digits. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's been like it's been like a year and a half or something. How you feeling? Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to have him back. I'm happy to have a guest. I haven't had a guest in a minute. Yeah, I know. And you know. But we'll get into it. Uh, housekeeping. It's realchurchmatters.com to share with people. Do you share it with people? Yeah, I have a phone. I yeah. do share it with people. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So <laughs> realchurchmatters.com to share it with people. Uh, you can listen, like us, subscribe, all of that stuff. I appreciate it. Um, when you share it with people, they'll appreciate it. I just was looking at the analytics and shout out to uh, people who listen outside of the United States. Shout out to Rwanda. They, they got added Rwanda to the list. That's close to Wakanda, man. Hey, you global. I'm global. Uh, shout out to Ireland, of course. The, the last time it was Ireland, um, that they're still on there. Uh, Italy, Germany. You funny because on our last podcast you talked about some of the three people that's listening. Yeah, I know. And you're you're three. You're number one, three. Uh, shout out to number one and number two. And uh, number one is my dad. So shout out to my dad. Love him to death. And uh, it does my heart good that uh, he can hear this and I can bless him. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a blessing to be a blessing to your parents. Especially when you was the type of kid I was. I wasn't always the blessing to my parents. Sometimes I was the headache to my parents. So... Uh, it's a blessing to actually, you know, be a blessing to him. With that being said, what else do I always say at this about this time? Obedience over audience. Since we have an audience. Yeah, and it would have been cool if you said obedience over audience and you stopped at the pause because there's a look that pause that, that is always there on the beat, but you didn't really do it, right. and you could have did it here or. Um, yeah, and then it's like seven seconds left on the beat, and then you kind of talk up until the end. And this is where I say obedience over uh, audience. Yeah. But since we have an audience. But since we have an audience, the three of y'all, <laughs> let's get to it. Was well, two because you're on here now. So but I guess you're still technically listening. All right. So I got my nephew on here, and uh, I felt like it was a fitting way to start this little world tour I'm going to be going on and uh, going to different places to, to, and that's why you hear a car driving past, um, just going to different places, recording with people, and 
bringing in the new year right. Just talking with people like it always, like the podcast started out being. So uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about, I wanted to ask you some questions and we'll see where this goes. But for me, I, I feel like with the state of the world right now, with the state uh, I feel of young black men right now and just men in general, especially Christian men. How do you feel about being a Christian and being a black man in 2020? Well, you know, we're a Christian first. So, I mean, being a black man. Oh, let's stop right there. What did you say? <laughs> I said we're a Christian first. So, being We're a, black, a Christian first. Yeah, that's the first thing we're supposed why, to do. Why do you feel that? That's interesting. Because, you know, everybody can just use their race as like uh an identifier yeah but that's not who we're supposed to be like i mean that's not who we're supposed to project ourselves on like you could say oh as a black man or i'm a black man but what does that you know what does that mean it don't mean nothing like we all got different races so it's did it mean something to you at one point no i never really like paid attention to that like i understand that you know black people deal with their own certain issues and stuff like that but it never was my end all be all that I should get certain stuff or certain stuff should be rewarded to me or, or did you, I, I'm more like thinking about, like you said, the identifiers. Yeah. Um, one of the things about identifying as a man or as a black man, there are certain things that we attribute to ourselves and certain things that people attribute to us, whether negative or positive. Yeah. Well, but I found it interesting that you like I myself in and of myself, I do not subscribe to allowing my race and my gender to be the main identifier. Of who me. I am. Yeah, that's cool. Like when people say that Jesus is black. <laughs> yeah. OK, so he's black and, and I agree. He is. Black. Yeah, I do. Too. He is a person of color. He was a person of color. Yeah. But he never identified as that. Cause that wasn't the point of him being alive. That wasn't <laughs> like, his mission. Like when he said, uh, he said to Peter, he was like, who do men say that I am? Peter didn't say, oh, they say you a young black man just trying to, <laughs> you, you a 30 year old, 33 year old man just trying to make it out here. And he wasn't like, man, you dead on. Like flesh and blood did not reveal that. You know what flesh and blood reveals? Flesh and blood will reveal that I'm black. Flesh and blood will re- reveal that I'm a man. But flesh and blood cannot reveal who I am in God. And so, yeah, it's it's one of those things. This this kind of you you already represent. Yeah. What what I want to represent, what I want to portray that takes me to to you uh, finishing out answering that question. What does it mean to you to be a, a Christian black man in 2020 in the United States of America? Uh. It means, like, you got to, at times, kind of take steps back from what the whole world is saying, like, especially when it comes to Black Lives Matter issues and stuff like that, because you got to look at it from a godly perspective more so than just a worldly perspective of what's going on, like, just automatically jump ship, oh, yeah, I'm black, so Black Lives Matter. You know, of course, I, you know, would support the movement from afar, a but it's not like I see it as just, like, Certain issues, you know, racial issues and stuff, that's not the focus of where it should, my mind should be at. It should be more so on, like, you know, getting closer and connecting closer with God and showing the love of God to everybody, no matter race or 
Okay, so, like so we getting there. We getting there. So to to get dig deeper into that that conversation, how hard is it to deepen your relationship with God as a as a black man, as a young black man in America, let alone in twenty twenty? That's pretty hard. <laughs> you're gonna get chastised for your views if you're not going with the popular opinion of certain stuff and Christians like. Even though everybody says they're Christian, it's not always the popular thing to say you support in certain stuff or have a certain opinion on or belief, have a certain belief on how So, so we're going to go there, but just in and of yourself, what are, what are some of the struggles of not just having a certain belief? Because I, I feel like there's a certain level, as hard as it may seem to have a certain belief and be persecuted for it now. It's less than it used to be. It's like, I mean, if I was a young man these days trying to be a Christian, I would have an easier time than I did being a young man as a Christian in my time. Think so? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Jesus is cool, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I not, not cool. He's always been cool to me. I'm talking about he is kind of cool in black culture. Like yeah. religion is, but I understand there's a line that you cross in certain beliefs where people like, nah, I'm a Christian, but not that type of Christian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I get that, but beyond that, cause we're going to get to that in the popular opinion and how hard it is in that way. How hard is it internally though to be a Christian and to not just believe certain things, but try to live according to those beliefs? It's hard because every day, like, when you go, even when like, I go to work or I go out and I'm interacting with different people, you know, you take on a lot of the, their, you take on a lot of their stuff a lot of times. So it's like you have to still, you know, when you get back home. You Hold on. Make, you got you to gotta explain that, though. I'm like always going to make you, make you explain. Their, <laughs> yeah. Come on. A lot of their, like, issues and problems and how they use certain stuff and, you okay. know, they project it on you a lot of times. So it's like you got to. You know, make sure you're rooted. You're in your own environment. You got to make sure you're rooted in uh, the word so you basically can understand and have a, a certain level of knowledge that that won't affect you. But you can, you know, still be able to share. So as a young man, it, it's, it, you find it to be hard to maintain certain beliefs and be in a world that is constantly trying to change my belief, yeah. change your beliefs, yeah. challenge you on your beliefs. Yeah, because it's not popular. It, like, I mean. You, you like you said, it's a certain level of it. Like, oh yeah, you know, I love God, but it's a certain level to it. Right. That if I was to say certain so say certain stuff, it would be like, oh no, nah, you doing too much. Well, you know? give me the certain thing that you would say. Th that's what this is for. Nah, I mean, like any you issue, like, your head. Any, nah, like no. Nah, I'm saying like any this is real issue. church matters. <laughs> Let's go. Any issue like that could be about give me race, a specific. Like, give like, me a specific thing. You could say, I guess. If I was to say, you know, for as far as Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? You know, they was pushing the movement with all the NBA and stuff like that. And it's like. So this, you keep coming up to this. Like you had you've been having heated discussions about this. Yeah. With some people, you know, because I mean, you looked at look at things differently. Like, you you remember we was talking about with the. um, Who was the uh, dude? The one in uh, Georgia. Was it Georgia? George Floyd? No, not him. the other one. That was running, and you was like, "Why is he? Why would he be running at that time?" Oh, uh, 
I can't remember his name. Marbury something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ahmaud Arbery. So yeah. with situations like that, right, you know, he died. It was tragic, you know. It shouldn't have happened, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was another situation where, think about it, a week or two weeks ago, you know, this rapper named King Von or something. Yeah, yeah. Gets shot, and it's like, you know, you don't see nobody marching for it. You don't see no protests because it's like, oh, what's in the street, stay in the street. You know, it's that type of mentality. Yeah, yeah. But we're so, but it's like, if you was to bring that up to somebody and be like, look at the comparison between like how we react to mm-hmm. killing one of our own and then how we react to somebody else, you know, it, the love, the lack of love in both situations is still there. But we put a face on it and we identify as a race for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and that mo- that goes more towards beliefs, and it's hard for people to to uh, articulate. And this is this is where I would love to have a conversation about too. It's hard to t- articulate a belief to an actually way of living. Yeah. And so when we talk about certain things, like when we had the conversation about Amal Aubrey, Ar- because you hit me and was like. Yo, like, what's happening? Yeah, because it was, like, back-to-back, you know? Yeah, it was, like, back-to-back, and, like, what should we be doing? You was like, what should we do? And I was joking with you, like, we, yeah. you know, we should ride, we should do this, that, <laughs> and the other. But at the, the end of the day, as a as a Christian man, I get where you're at. As a young man, you're like, how, what are we supposed to be doing? Because one of the frustrating things that I've, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but for me, I feel like in our conversations, I've always seen it as you are very observant and you hear people say things, but you don't see people act on them. Yeah. And how do you feel? How do you feel we should be as Christian men? Ideally, like just from in your engagements, because you deal with men, right? Mm-hmm. You've dealt, you deal with men that are, are Christians. You deal with men that aren't. What do you think is one of the big things that's an issue of Christian men? Self-control, discipline, <laughs> main two biggest things. I think, like, having the self-control knowledge to not only be able to just, like, uh, stay focused and keep yourself, but to know that you don't got to be multiple places at once and always have your head just think, you know, oh, I got to be over here. I got to do this. I got to go try to be the best at this. I got to go try to be the best at this. Staying focused, you know, and letting God lead you. So what do you, what do you mean by keep yourself? We open ourselves up to a lot of uh, stuff that, like, a lot of people, you know, not only just want to have sex just because, because a bunch of other people are telling them, oh, oh you, so, you need so, to do Yeah, I just was I'm trying saying, to make sure I mean, you like was that. meaning, like, sexually. You, yeah, but you can you keep also yourself. keep yourself from, like, you know, experiencing with drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's also something you can keep yourself from doing. So how to maintain a level of purity mm-hmm. in a world that doesn't necessarily talk about purity as it relates to men? It doesn't. It's, it wants you to basically experience everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it comes... There is a certain conversation that happens still with young women. Yeah. Like, with young women, you're like... And we've seen it a billion times. They're like, hey, she need to keep, keep her legs closed. She need, No one ever is telling a man to keep his legs closed. Or, I don't know if that would help. Uh, would help. <laughs> um, keep his, his thing tucked. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to say. But nobody is ever having that conversation with men, young men of uh, or older men. Yeah, because it's like seen as accolade, you know. 
it's 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 seen as a way of life for men. Yeah. It seems as primal as like complaining about men giving into their desires sexually or just any desire and being predatory or, or a hunter in any regard is almost seen as asinine as telling a lion not to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's, it's hard though. Cause it's like, you got, you got these women out here doing the same thing though. As in when like, they're, they're open to it. Like they don't care. Yeah. So but there's a, so. there's a, there's a level of even judgment from the secular community as mm-hmm. it relates to women who move in that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as it, it's hard because as a man, there is a level of, I consider it to be apathy for men, especially black men, where we look at them and say, he going to do this. I've had conversations with men. They like, bro, don't tell me what you're not doing. I don't believe you. I believe all men, all black men are. And this is another black man. He was like, bro, I hear you talk about God, but I don't even believe that you are who you say you are. Yeah. He's like, it's just impossible. Why is he saying it? Because he sees it as impossible for him to maintain a level of purity in his life. In his life. Yeah. And let's talk about that purity thing. Because I, I, I think that part of the problem, and you're a young man, and you are battling with this. This is not, you know what I'm saying? Something it's not, I'm uh, exempt from. <laughs> you're not exempt from it no more than I am. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, And it don't matter what size you are. What With men, it's weird. Because it's not like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, you could be 500 pounds. You, you could be you could be whatever. It just doesn't matter yeah. to a certain extent. It, it gets to a point where people are, are constantly, men of all shapes, sizes, and ages are constantly struggling with the idea of, of being pure. And let's define pure because it it, it all, that word almost has a feminine quality to it too. Yeah. Like even when like you virtuous. say like you never heard hear a man be like, yeah, I'm I'm trying to stay pure because it just sounds so feminine. Feminine, but really, like the Bible even says it. Like Paul says that he wants them to pay attention to his life, to follow his example, and then he tells us that your example in what Paul? He's a my faith, my charity, my purity. Do you guys? Yeah. What does that mean? The scripture set tells us to touch not, handle not the unclean thing. That when we talk about purity, it's not just in the mind. It's not talking about my penis. No more than it is talking about a woman's vagina. We connect her purity to her vagina. You keep every man away from me. <laughs> right now, in the name of... I've, you hear preachers yeah. pray this at the altar. Yeah, for the young, good, tell the young girls to come up here. Uh, uh, Father, no in the name you. of Jesus, let no man touch her vagina. Whether he has consent or not, he does not have your consent, Lord. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the, the gateway to her purity is not between her legs. The gateway to her purity is... Is what? Her heart. Her heart. Her mind. All men know this, too. That's why I said, like... They're constantly manipulators. You got to think about it. Like, uh, one of the things about lions, little known fact people don't know, male lions don't hunt. 
they protect, they don't hunt. Yeah, it's the female. Hunt. The females hunt. And the females wait till nighttime, where they wait till bad weather. Why? Because they need the environment to assist them because they're not the fastest. They're not a cheetah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not a panther. They're the, not the fastest animals. So they use their environment. That's why they crouch. That's why they don't stay in open fields. They actually stay in high grass and stuff like that when it's time to hunt. They do this because they need the environment to help them manipulate the situation. Hunters manipulate. Hunters deceive. That's how they kill. Men are manipulators. They know the way to into a woman's pants is through her heart. Words. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Words is key. Man. Manipulation of words. Manipulation of situations. Hey, you just texted somebody like, hey, you know, my stomach hurt. Going through a lot right now. You doing that? Why? You want the sympathy. You want man. the sympathy. Women don't catch that. They'll be like, oh, he said his stomach hurt. Why is he telling you? <laughs> Are you a nurse? <laughs> Are you a doctor? I'm trying to figure out. Like, what yeah. can you do for him? And vagina is not chicken soup. <laughs> Tomato soup. <laughs> Ew, it's not that either. <laughs> what? What's going on? Oh, I thought that's what you take when you're sick. What, tomato soup? They were cracking. Oh, you waited to, you put that at the wrong time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's not none of that. It's not. It's not none of that. But the reality is, is we're constantly making the focus about the body. And when we do that, we actually lose control of our minds. Yeah, that's why I said it's more than just um, keeping yourself in that way. It's also the stuff that you allow into your spirit. Absolutely. And like, you know, physical, I guess you could say the stuff you allow into your body with drugs, stuff like that. But it's it's everything, you know, it's more, more than just. That's why the Bible tells us that our eyes are the light of the soul. It's our it's the entrance way in. Our senses are actually doors. Yeah. 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 Like people can't get into your mind unless they go through your senses. Taste, touch. I always get the five senses <laughs> off. But it's taste, touch, sight, hearing. And what else? Taste smelling. Smell. Smell. Those are the five ways that things enter into our minds and then stimulate thought. So men and women, too, but as a young man, I want you to to be mindful that you are to protect those doorways. You're supposed to be the bouncer to the, the entranceways of your heart. You have to be careful about what you see. There's certain things I just don't watch. Yeah. Here's, here's the crazy thing. Ain't nobody around. I'm sitting watching a movie. The movie goes into this abrupt sex scene. That it just lasts way too long for me. Yeah, they be doing too much. We it, just talked it, about that last night when we were sitting at the table. And uh-huh. It was like certain scenes like when we're watching as a family it's just too much like you can watch a good movie but dang y'all gotta add no, all, you, that's cause they I think the term they say is sex sells sex sells and, and here's the thing not everything is a family movie yeah it's certain it's certain movies on Disney Channel Disney Plus <laughs> I'm like hey this don't belong on Disney Plus this belong on doggone Pornhub <laughs> but the reality is is that I'm sitting and watching this movie and too long to me is like Two seconds is too long to me. Yeah. But it's like, 
It was gratuitous. It was long. And it's like men don't get that way about stuff unless it's gay. Yeah, that's true. You see, that you was see, the gay sex scene. you see half second of gay sex. Like, oh, like, oh, get, oh, get, get this mess out of here! Oh, cut this mess off, right? <laughs> Turn this off. What are you watching? It's two men. I can't. I can't imagine that. <laughs> they do all of that stuff. Hey, the level two women is different. The, yeah, the, the, the yeah. There you go. Preach about it, brother. Two women is like. Oh, what is this mess? Well, turn it. I mean, it's just foolishness. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> ten seconds in. <laughs> yeah, ten seconds in. You still there? The reality is, though, bro, is like I had, I cut it. I skipped it. It's nobody around. Yeah, it's just for heart. for my sake. I don't need to see that. I'm not stupid enough to be like, oh, that stuff don't bother me. I actually I get concerned when people say, and, and I used to be that young man. Who'd be like, oh, that I, I'm not, I'm not really focused on that. Because, you, like you said, everybody gets them thoughts. It's impossible. It's I mean, impossible not, to not. It's impossible. It's impossible to cast them down, but it's impossible for you to act like they're not that they don't happen. You know? Preach. Let's make sure we say that in the most articulate way we can for the the other young men or men <laughs> that are listening. It is impossible for you not to find yourself thinking of things. We live in a world that is a constant stimulus. It is impossible for you not to be introduced to thoughts, but it is possible for you to cast those down, cast those thoughts down. It is possible. Part of it is you be as good of a doorman to the entrance ways of your heart as you can. Hey, there's certain things I don't need to see. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm very hard on that now because I remember my my pathway. And I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but my pathway into a lot of sexual deviancy came from seeing things I should not have, have seen. Yeah. I did not have to see it. I did not have to see it. And once I saw it, it introduced feelings and thoughts that weren't supposed to be there. At that time. They don't need to be there. <laughs> don't need to be there. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, there's there's a certain we have to look at the bodily part of sex, the bodily part, and this is why I'm more focused on the mind because the bodily part of sex has little to do with anything. It is the biology of your body. How does that work? No different than you see two dogs. That dog, I seen two dogs. The dog, both the dogs was male. And the dog sniffed his butt, hopped up behind him, and just started, started like air humping. He wasn't actually, you know, going to town, but he was just like air humping. And it's like, bro, that's that's another dude. That's a dude dog. That's crazy. (laughs) But there's a part of them that is literally just primal in the sense that it moves a certain way, and there's part of us that's like that too. You know what I'm saying? And we have to disconnect the two. Yeah. My body is going to, I could sit here and say, I love the Lord. I'm a minister and everything. Yeah. There are certain situations. If I put myself in, my body is going to speak (laughs) otherwise just because it's natural. Let me, let me uh, put it this way. No matter what you doing, your body dictates when you, you have to go to the bathroom. Like you can actually, be on your way to work. When them guts bubble, 
<laughs> you need to go to the bathroom. You, yeah, you got two situations. You either going back home or you going to work and you going to drop a bomb. But it, your body dictates that. It's no, you could be like, hey, man, somebody could be telling you like, hey, it's time to work. And you're like, listen, it ain't time to work. My body is telling me otherwise. You can be in a, a dangerous situation. I don't even like when people say they're not afraid because a certain element of fear is bodily response. Yeah. So you could be in a dangerous situation. Your palms are sweating. Your heart is beating. It's your natural response. It's your natural you response. Not fear the outcome, maybe. Some yeah, there the you outcome. go. There you go. But you, you still have a natural flight or fight or flight response. You have a natural response of fear. Now you might. I, I wouldn't call you fearful because you might not act on that response. Mm-hmm. But don't say you're not afraid. Yeah. And I see men say that all the time, like. You know, their their father died, mother died, friend died. And they like, you know, I, I don't really cry. I don't really go through that stuff. It's like, bro, there's a certain human element yeah. that you have to go through. You might not act on that, but you need to address that. And you, they'll say, hey, man, no, I, I was at Bible study one time. And this dude was like, you know, I'm not afraid of no cops. It's, I get that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get that. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, what I'm telling you is you let you be driving home. And them lights cut on and they pull you over. There's a certain level of reaction that your body's going to have. Subconscious. Unconsciously. Unconsciously. Just biologically. That you can consider to be fear because it is fear is a response in that way. Now, I'm not fearful if I don't act on that fear. And the way we act on fear is different. Some pop, somebody might get afraid and just drive off. Yeah. And be like, yo, that's the cops. Why are we still driving? He's like, I'm afraid. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might just lock up and be like hard to talk and everything. It's like there's a certain level of just arousal that is natural to us. But there's a part of us that we have to disconnect and say, even though it's saying I need to do this, I don't I choose not to act on it. So that's the difference between being aroused and being lustful. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you're going to be aroused. You're I mean. going to be aroused, but you don't have that to let that arousal move you into lust. Into lust. That's why the scripture says, "Be angry and sin not." Why? There is a physical response and a physical articulation of an emotion that just comes. Like somebody smack you in the face, you're going to be angry. Yeah. It's like even when people talk about turn the other cheek. Nothing about that scripture tells you that turn the other cheek means you ain't going to want to smack somebody else. <laughs> or smack them back. Smack them back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I probably will smack them back. There's a certain level of anger there that comes, but you have a decision. Do I act on what my bodily body's natural response is? And I think that's the biggest thing of being a young black Christian man is how do I live in a world that is constantly arousing me and not allow that arousal to rouse me <laughs> to doing those acts to doing those acts so that leads to my next question how has Earl Jr what's your middle name Steven oh lord t- the two first names Earl Steven Spicer <laughs> I'm the same way. I got two first names for Scott. Yeah. But 
you know, some people got the perfect middle name where you like, okay, that can never be a first name. Yeah. It's like it's supposed to be a middle yeah. name. Like uh, Forrest Bartholomew, right? <laughs> something like that. But the, the, the question I'm going to ask you is, how is Earl Steven Spicer Jr. in 2020, how is he handling being aroused but not arousing himself, allowing it to rouse him to sin? That's way. Well, I ain't gonna lie. The pandemic helped a lot, <laughs> but because it's like you're in the house all day. I yeah, mean, you ain't yeah. going nowhere. Where you gonna go? So you got more time. So this time you, you know, got less stimulus. Yeah, and the more time I was able to spend in the house, I made use like always make usually always tell me make use of that time. So the more time I was able to spend in the house, I was especially during the summer. I was able, to, you know, listen and constantly fill my work, fill my heart with the word and the podcast. You feel and, like that helped. I definitely feel like that helps. Can we take a pause right here? This is a doggone life hack. This is an Earl Spicer life hack. This is a this is a e a EJ tip, <laughs> EJ tip of the day. Listen to the word. Listen to the word. Read the word. You Put- feel different after you listen to the word, and then like early in the day, if you listen to the word early in the day, you'll feel different the rest Sets of the day. Tone. Yeah, it's no different than if you and y- y'all guys, the guys that are listening. You wake up. You you going right immediately to stimuli. You going oh, right okay. to the explore page on Instagram. You going right to text. You going right to porno sites, and you allowing yourself to set the tone for the day in lust. Yeah, you set the tone for the day. You gotta you. Earl was telling you, you have to spend time with something if you want it to mature in your life. Even the times like. When I wake up and I know I haven't got a chance to like listen to where I can tell like I may be more agitated later on in the day mm. or I haven't got a chance to read it or something like that. You know, you got to find time to basically set the tone for the rest of your day. This is something that Earl is telling you that I want y'all to know, even when we done on this COVID stuff, purity is quarantine. Even when Earl's back in these streets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Earl has to actually quarantine. He has to limit where he goes. Right now, the virus is dictating how you move. When you go back out here, your integrity needs to dictate how you move. Yeah, it has to be that. But it has to be that that, uh, same mentality that when I go back to college, if I go back. Yes. um, The same mentality or wherever, you know, as I grow, grow up and stuff, that same mentality has to carry me. You have to quarantine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's certain places. This is how the world is. We're so reactive in the world. Everything in the scripture is proactive. And the world is wear a condom. They're like, we already know you're going to have sex. We know you're going to be out here having sex with multiple people in a casual fashion, putting everyone at risk, including yourself and your partner. Wear a condom. The Bible is telling us, don't put nothing on your penis. Put something on your heart. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Cut yeah. it, it's, it's, it, the Bible's like, hey, hey, condoms is catching something that ain't the problem. It's y'all. It's you. <laughs> it's you. You need to put something in your heart. He said, thy word have I hidden my heart. That I might not sin against it. You know, I always talk to people who talk about struggling with sin. 
and the immediate reaction in my mind is, you got any you got any word in there? Yeah. You got any word in your heart? They just say they're struggling with sin. They just say they're struggling. They don't even think, and this is the the, the hard part of 2020 and the apathy that has created in church people and especially young black men. There's an apathy to think it's not that simple when you hear scriptures like that. It's like somebody telling you, hey, you got the flu, like, um, all right, go home and eat some chicken soup. And you're like, chicken soup ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, it's not going to make me feel better. It's not going to make me feel better. That's how people are. They like, they know they're struggling with sin. And you're like, hey, you need to get the word in you. Yeah. And you're like, man. But the thing is. The word, the word can't combat against that woman. <laughs> the word can't combat against that money. Yeah. The word can't combat against those desires. But the flu is kind of weird because it's like it's a virus that your body fights internally. It's not something that you can give you. Med- they can give you medicine and stuff like that just to ease it. Right. Yeah. But it's something you got to get over just with your immune system. But this is the crazy part. And this is where you talking about a person who has a strong immune system. Yeah. Now you you get into something that I just had to deal with. Something that was benign for most people became very dangerous and deadly to me because I didn't have a strong immune system. What happens when we move in a way that weakens our immune system? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I miss talking to you, man. I miss talking. <laughs> me too. The, look, the reality is, is that we are, we weaken ourselves. We weaken ourselves. Then we go out in this world and be like, oh, uh, that ain't nothing. No, it ain't nothing to some people. Yeah. But it's like something them, it's like to you. It's in that movie. <laughs> it's something to you. Black men have this thing. Young black men especially. You see people, I'm not, I'm that type, right? Right now, I don't have no jacket on. It's like 40 degrees outside. Yeah. I got a, I wear, the most I wear, even on a blizzard, is this. Yeah, you just get a hat, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, my mother still said, hey, man, you going out the house with no jacket on? Like, you going to catch a car? What's that? You don't really care. You don't <laughs> really care. Now, all of a sudden, because I know the situation is with my body. And I'm very aware now of the realities of, of how weak my immune system is. I'm more I'm more cautious about the simple things I took lightly. Like simple things like just watching through the whole sex scene. The or common like cold that. or the common breasts. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They affect us. Yeah, because like I was saying, like that's what I was saying about the movie, because it's like you, you, you probably take it for granted. You just like, oh, it's just ten seconds, fifteen seconds. Of it's it. just ten seconds, fifteen seconds. You just let it go through. I don't, I don't realize the reason why you have a doorman isn't just to prevent certain things from coming in. It's also to allow certain things to come in. So you got two jobs here. The scriptures talk about this. The, the, the ultimate doorman is, he says, draw nigh to God. He'll draw nigh to you. He'll draw nigh to you. Resist the devil and he will flee. Now, there's tons of people who uh, come and I, I'm bringing this up because most of my engagement with men are them telling me what they're dealing with and then them debating me on how their situation is impossible. Or how they need to deal with it, basically. 
Yeah. How they need to deal with it by going down bad. Like, it's like, bro, you don't understand. This is the way it is. I got to get it popping. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and way. you don't, like, number one, what does that even mean? And number two, <laughs> why is it that when we're double-minded and we're on the middle of the road, we never say, I need to go all the way right. We'd be like, man, I'm torn. Let me just go ahead and go all the way wrong. <laughs> all the way left. I'm just going to go breaking bad. I'm just go all the way. I got to get it how I get it. I got to get it how I get it. It's like, let's go all the way right. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. there's a situation, bro, where you have two people arguing. And my first response to them is like, why are you still talking to that person? Yeah. Why are you still texting them? And well, they still, but they like that turmoil sometimes. They like that, they that, love that, that back, that they back love and that forth. chaos, bro. And I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's like, why, you don't got even say too much to people all the time. Like, when they're not getting, if they're not getting, then the best you can just do is walk away from it. The best right you can do is just let it be. It says a quiet word turns away what? Wrath. Oh, wrath. Yeah. Bro, this life is so laid out there and it's hard, but it's an open book test. It's yeah. right there. It's easy for real. It's easy for real. I seen, it was crazy because, I mean, I was, I had a friend who was like, you know, they, they it's like, she, she was a girl or whatever and I had a friend and she was talking to uh, she had this dude or whatever and I'm like why are you keep like going back to it like you know it's not getting any better you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like you know it's not getting any better and you're sitting there arguing all day but it's like they love that chaos that that constant push pull type of situation it's ridiculous they love to be engaged in the wrong way yeah. they are not being a proper doorman to their heart you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm, I'm bro I, I, we got into the sexual stuff but I'm talking about even negativity. Yeah. It sets the tone for your it life. It sets the tone. People be like, death and life is in the power of the tongue. They don't understand. We're not talking about the death and the life of your physical body. We are talking about the death and the life of the very faith in your heart. Words kill faith. and Words feed faith. We got to be careful about who we let. I'm bro. I'm a minister. And one of the fallacies is is that I need to talk to everybody and I need to be available (laughs) to everybody. I had to learn a hard lesson, bro. Like some of the stuff that I'm taking into my mind through my sense of hearing makes me lose hope, kills my faith. I'm I'm thinking that I'm strong enough to listen to everything people say. Like people just call and then they say all manner of stuff and they like, uh, I give them scripture and they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what you think I should do? <laughs> I, I don't really, I don't really know if that's going to work, but thanks for listening. No, see, they didn't even take what I gave them, but they left me with something. Yeah. Something that's going to ponder them thoughts. just going to sit in your head and you like, it weighs on me. Yeah. I'm here's the other thing, folks. If you listen to this, how can I put this? <laughs> 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 How can I put this? Let me put this. Let me put this in uh, the best way I could possibly put nice it. Nice words. Nice words. Okay, here we go. I don't have to allow you to pour into my life, especially. When you don't allow me to pour into yours. 
you I pour and you allow it to hit the ground. You watch it hit the ground. You want it to hit the ground. Because <laughs> you really didn't want what I had. You just wanted to pour on me what you had. Yeah. And what you have is poison. That's why I don't let people talk, really. I'm going to tell you. You're quick to give them some. You, you young people, y'all are so blessed. Like, when I talk, I do a lot of listening to y'all. Like, you be talking about stuff, and I'm like, I got to hear them out. Because I want to understand them. Right. But somehow it shifts where people are no longer trying to. You're sharing with me to understand. Yeah. Like you have a perspective, but you're sharing it. And then you're like, what do you think? huh? Like, help me out with this. Like, yeah, that's you know what I was with the, um, with all the situations when it was happening, you know, George Floyd, because I just want to see how. Because I understand it from my perspective. I want to see how you other know, people. Yeah. How you should think about it, because I know you're not quick to. Just go along with everything everybody else saying because it's all it's always like because everybody moving from limited in- information. Mm-hmm. We we don't know the half of everything. A certain level of ignorance they move. It's a certain level of ignorance we all share. Yeah, even with the vaccine stuff, <laughs> it's a certain level yeah. of ignorance. Like everybody, like yo, I ain't I ain't taking that. It's the mark of the beast. They don't read the Bible. Everything, every <laughs> uh, look, every other thing in your house is from Amazon or Apple. <laughs> Like that apple is more the mark market. We sitting there. We give our information to every single site. It's crazy because it's like you you know how you can be on the phone and you could just be talking about something with somebody, then you go on the social media and then you see that joint talking, you're like, How in the world they know like I mean like they already got everything about us. The so, the, yeah. the doggone the internet and the connectivity of it is so infiltrates us. Yeah. People know they're listening. They know their phone is listening to them. They know they just said something about a rocking chair. And then they go on Facebook and yeah. it's just nothing but rocking chair ads. Yeah. It'd be weird like that. Like, I was talking for about 15 minutes about eggs. Yeah. I was just talking to, to, to uh, one of my family members about eggs mm-hmm. and how I, I can't eat yolks no more. I got to eat the egg whites and stuff. Next thing you know, I go online. It's all, good, it's all egg whites. That's crazy. I got two cartons of egg whites for you, bro. They already got it. They know, we, we know they listening, and I don't see nobody upset. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? He's <laughs> on the phone, right? But yeah. they try and give you a vaccine. It's like, my thing is, do whatever you want. I just want people to understand, you're moving from limited information, especially as people of God. As much as people, it's this weird thing where Christians are so doubtful. They're so cynical and so skeptical about what God can do. But you buy into what a stranger can do. So look at this. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I talk to I talk to young women all the time and older women who talk about how they they have a hard time trusting in the word. But you trusted in a man you met at the club. <laughs> the real spill. <laughs> That's crazy. That's and, and, crazy. The, and their response sometimes be like, well, I don't really trust him either. You trusted him enough to have a child with him. That's facts. Yeah. Bro, I mean, I'm going to tell you how I am. Choose. Bro, I'm going to tell you how I am. If I got to go bathroom, I'm hard pressed to even go in public. I'm careful about which toilet I sit my butt on. 
But I'm more careful about where I put my butt than they are about where they put their body. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think. I think. I mean, it's like a life decision. When I'm like, I was yeah. stuck at the movie theaters one time. And I, I had saying. to go. It's, it's like when, you know, as a even that's why it's 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 everybody's lack of uh, understanding with God. You know how we're supposed to be actually moved throughout the world because it's like from a guy's perspective, it's like I mean, dang, like they just you know they just throwing it at me, whatever you know, and it's like I'm supposed to just be like, nah, I don't, I don't want to do all that. But yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, like you that. are. <laughs> but and then. I don't know what the woman's perspective is for why they like that. I guess it's Bro, the constant search of uh, one somebody. Let me, let me tell you this. And this is the other thing. People love to, and like you said, these identifiers. People love to parse the difference between men and women. They want to tell you how women think. And they want to tell you how men think. Let me tell you how flesh thinks. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how flesh thinks? The Bible tells me the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Bible also told me that God looked at the world and said their hearts are infinitely wicked, wicked continually. He looked at the earth. He was like, dang, I destroyed them. They came back and they still messed up. He said their hearts are wicked. Their hearts are constantly, continually after evil. They're only interested in their pleasure. Yeah. So whether you male or female, the pleasure centers are the same. The same. The way they articulate is different. Okay. But the pleasure centers are the same. You really just have it says in the last days men would be lovers of themselves. So you got a girl and she's texting you. And maybe she sent you a picture of her cool cat. And I just make up names for the yeah, I got things. Yeah. So <laughs> she sends you a picture of that. She is not sending it to you because of how it makes you feel. She is sending it to you because of how it makes her feel to know how you feel. You feel. Yeah. So it's still always a lover of self. self. It's no different than a person uh, giving somebody some money. There's a lot of people that get off on giving to people. Yeah, and they record it. And be like, oh, you see me today. I was giving to the people. Yeah, they, they want people to be like, oh, my gosh, you're such a nice person. Like, I know tons of people who give, bend over backwards for people. And we can look at them and say, why you, why you do so much for people and you don't do nothing for yourself? Because they find more joy and pleasure in themselves by giving of themselves. Yeah. Don't I don't want y'all to think that what they doing is so noble or so selfless is selfish. Definitely. It's still selfish. It's all for a motive. Bro, a motive I war with that all the time. I war with am I doing this because it's selfish or because it's pleasurable to God? Even with the podcast. I do certain things out of I heard you said that you was talking about that in the ownership one. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I love the fact that you listen to the podcast, bro. It does me so. It does my heart well. Yeah, I was. I was confused though, because I was like, I mean, aren't you doing it for? You always have to check. Let me tell you why. I'm the doorman. The doorman's job is not to respond to something once it happens, and then that way people look at you respond and say it makes sense why he responded that way. Because it popped off. Yeah. Your job is for people to look at you and say, you ain't have to jack homeboy up like that. He ain't do nothing. 
He ain't do nothing yet. Yeah. My job is to make sure he don't do nothing. Sometimes that means people look at what I'm doing as unreasonable or unreasonable level of force upon myself. Yeah. Case in point. There's pe- I people think they got to tell me how to market. I market things for a living for people. I know that if I put my face out there on podcasts, I'll garner more listeners. I know how to market it. I know how to make it look animated and make yeah. it look a certain way. People keep trying to tell me how to market no, myself to the masses. The thing is, I purposely don't. Yeah. Why? Because they attach, they attach, you know, virtue to, in the way how you look. That's why it's like you can do a whole podcast without showing your face because it's the words that matter. I have to. Yeah. I have to make sure that the words matter. And I have to make sure that it's not a question of whether the words matter. Yeah. So do you put your face out there? I, I'm like that with even my music. Right. I'm like that with everything. I try to not put my face. Bro, if people saw you more, they'll be more engaged with you. Yeah. No, because there's some people who won't because they like he just another person who just trying to be seen. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, because they'll feel like, okay, you're doing it to get big, but you're not doing it for that. I'm not doing it for that. It's easy to say it. And then because it's tons of people saying it and still doing what makes it look like you are. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to tell whether they what's their true intention. Our job as men of God is to always make it so our intentions are clear. From the get go. From the get. Our intentions have to be crystal clear from the get. That's why you'll see people talk about especially with women, they'll engage Christian men. Y'all do this. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting y'all on blast. Putting us on blast. Putting you on blast right now. You'll do this stuff where you engage with women and you, you praying, you sharing scriptures and stuff. It, it's the Trojan horse now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's crazy part is. Your that face I, just, yeah, yeah your face just totally. It's like, you know, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. You That's have done it before. No, not like that. Not yeah, like that. yeah. Like, no, nah, not like that. It would be more so like it's subtle. It's it's subtle, and it's you're, like you're trying to weaken the defenses. Yeah, but it's like it's it's more so like it's the you sheep. can know where it's gonna lead to. But I, at times, like I've been shocked where like I didn't communicate it with people, and I'm like, okay, I didn't even know this was gonna turn out like that. It's like you might like, you just gotta cut the communication because it, it'll get to something more, and so, and people will look at you and say, bro, that's excessive. That's excessive force. I'm trying to prevent something. Yeah, because I didn't have to do that. Going into quarantine, I had to do that somebody. Because I'm like, dang, I just was trying to be nice to you. No, it's not. You can't. Not like nice to you. I like know. That, but I know. I'm but I actually it's like, encourage but it, them in some way. It takes a certain. Uh, takes a certain form. Yeah. Why? Because we are not clearing our intention. Yeah. See, the whole time you like, man, I ain't mean for it to go this way, but you left yourself ambiguous, vague, and open. To where it could go. Yeah. We never want to shut the door on it. Yeah. As a doorman, you got to shut the door on certain things. You can't leave the door uh, ajar. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Or open, they going. Yeah, you, you <laughs> know, like like David. He's sitting there looking at Bathsheba wash up. It was it was over after that. Was, he already had it in his mind what he was going to do. He already had it. And you're talking about somebody yeah. who can have what they want. Yeah, the best way, I mean, I, I handled it by just like, nah, I just stopped, you know, texting back, stop interacting. That's how I Why? Oh, you, bro, you don't have to stop interacting with her. Like, you, I, I used to be the person to tell people, like, you should be able to have healthy engagement with women. 
You should. But it's not possible. But it's but I but mean it's it's possible. So, but I have you have to be built up in yeah, your you immune be a system. Level of, uh, you gotta go to the drawing board first. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like you, it's like a person get pulled over for DUI. They get charged and stuff. Hey, you going back to driving school? Yeah. You going to take classes about drunk driving and stuff? Why? Because we got a course correct. We have and to set you a certain way. Prevented, like certain stuff. Just all you can't do certain stuff already if you get that. These yeah. households are not even hard on men in the sense of managing their impulses. We yeah. let men do whatever. Let 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 a girl just wear some makeup. Oh, it's, it's everything. It's now, over. <laughs> if I had a daughter and and she's uh, she's still in my house. She's a teenager. Ain't no makeup. I don't want you to start practicing. Yeah, you know then it's starting. That start. You starting to leave your door your door open already. Do Not that door, but I'm saying but, you but you already connecting with her something that has little to it has little to do with her vagina. Yeah. Makeup does not equal sex. It doesn't. Makeup does not equal fast butts. That's not why, and that's the problem too. It's like Christians ha- have a hard time articulating things, and then they they end up in this weird purgatory and not even understand how they got there. I see it some of my nieces. I'm like they still young. I I don't see why they they are doing certain things. Yeah. Because I don't see it as beneficial. And this is why when we start to train these young ladies to this is how women are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is just how women are. We wear makeup. We wear this. I'm trying to figure out why we're not teaching them. This is how women are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I never see. That's how women need to be. I never see uh, people teaching their women like their young ladies like uh, instead of sitting and just showing them how to do makeup or paint their nails why not show them how a virtuous woman lives why not go over proverbs 31 with them yeah why not articulate that why not share scriptures with them that say that a virtuous woman uh, i mean a, a woman without virtue is like a pig wearing a pearl earring in his nose why aren't you teaching them about that? Yeah, it's, and it's the men, you know, men do it. You know, we it, do it with young men, too. Yeah, we talk about the way they talk about how women, you know, how they should interact with certain women and stuff. And you We know. we immediately start training young women into how they are supposed to look yeah. and not how they're supposed to live. And then we wonder how they never articulate that in even a level of being skilled. Yeah. Like you don't have any skills. Yeah, you're just there. You're just no, there. No value. No value. Somebody no. told you, and, and and I see it. This is the amazing part. I see it with people who have average looks at best, bro. Oh, yeah. That's true. And, and you're still building this woman up to Try focus to on her looks. Yeah. So she go out in a world where she's a, 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 a four generously. Mm-hmm. And then she's frustrated that men are not focusing on her because she's average. Yeah. But all she's ever been taught is that looks matter. Not her life. Not her life spiritually. Not her life emotionally. Not her life skill wise. Yeah, just what she looked like. Just what she looked and like. That's why only and the problem is you got a bunch of dudes that are just like they that's all they want it for. They just want the looks, right? So, so we're preparing women to be consumed. Yeah, and that's why things like only fans and stuff like that is possible because dudes possible. are just like, oh, that's because all I want from it. 75 to 85 percent. And I love to sh- throw out fake statistics to 75 to 85 percent <laughs> of the women are literally. 
putting all their eggs in the body basket. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, the majority of women are average looking. And when I say that, I'm not talking about my standard of beauty. Yeah. I'm talking about the world standard of beauty. Yeah. Compared and to and I, we have to train them up to understand the world standard of beauty is very harsh and cold. Because then these women walking around and yeah, you didn't put on 10 foot lashes. You got your makeup. Your makeup is caked up. You got a weave on that goes down to your back and you still don't cut it in this world standard of beauty. Still. And so the, the guys that you want ain't even actually within your grasp. Because you are supposed to be thinking about more than who is going to consume you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And, and, and you like, bro, you got all that from wearing some makeup? Excessive force. Uh, excessive force. Yeah. I'm the doorman. You doing I'm the doorman. <laughs> if I had a daughter, I'm the doorman. Get that makeup out of here. Yeah. I don't want you working on how you look. I want it's you working important. on how you live. It's not important. It's not important right now. It's yeah. not even a fun pastime. I want you to build up your character. You'll have a, it's crazy because it's like you're gonna have enough time to interact with that stuff. You'll have enough time life. once we finish working on who you are from the inside out. Then you can sit and play around on the outside. <laughs> but why are we gonna dress up the outside and there's nothing in the inside? Why did I tape up a box, cover it in gift wrapping? Put a bow on it, and I forgot to put something inside of it. Yeah, it's just a useless vessel. Oh my! <laughs> it's a useless Bruh. vessel. <laughs> it's a what you say? It's a useless, a useless vessel. vessel. It's a useless vessel. Yeah. I'm thinking about y'all. Got to stop talking. Thinking of through y'all feelings. You project what people saying onto your feelings, and it clouds you from making true judgments in the lives of the people you love. I need you to understand. Take feelings out of it. Take your feelings out of it and understand your job is to protect your daughters. Men, protect your daughters. There's nothing wrong with, you know, doing, making sure their hair is right and all that stuff. Nothing wrong with that. But it's the, the excessiveness. Like, I had a situation where, like, I don't, well, I don't really care about Shannon, but, um, it was a topic that went on. Why, why are you stopping? Because I, I, I'm not gonna name no names. But it was a topic where it was like never a name young girl. Names. Yeah, it was a young girl that wanted to. Don't don't make me edit this stuff. I'm not. I'm not. It was a young girl that wanted to know if she should be allowed to have a nose ring or whatever. And it was like, it was like, it's like kind of in the makeup way. It's like, what do you need that for right now? That's a good question. I think I've I've actually asked you that at certain points. Yeah. What do you need that for? What, what are you it, trying, what is to it do? trying to insinuate to Bro, other people? Shout out to my barber because I think he listens sometimes because he says certain things while he cut my hair that I think he listens. And so shout out to you if you listen because I'm about to talk about you. I'm asking him, we talking about beards. And I asked him, why does he have a beard? He said, because women like him. <laughs> I didn't say like that though. He's I mean, a 30 something year old man. But they do. So I mean. So, so I, but what? do you only do things because other people like them? That's the whole problem. That's the and problem. That, that's why you would ask. Because like, I think it looks nice. Because well, what he's saying is, and this is what he's saying, this is what I hear. This is what I hear in my mind. Yeah. The Bible tells us that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. Yeah. So I see this man laying a hook on his rod, pun intended. Yeah. Putting a bait on his hook. 
Pun intended. <laughs> Do you, you know what I'm saying? Don't bite on the hook. Because he's doing what? That's his mission. So this bro going to sit, and his mission is to think he's the fisher of women. And we supposed to be the fisher, fisher of, of men. men. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So there's, there's more in wrong. it. But here's, I get what you're You got to get disclaimer because people are going to be thinking, oh, this man saying you can't wear, you can't have beards. There's nothing wrong with the stuff. This that. is the this is the where people go. They yeah. immediately take it to the excessive force. I don't care what they think, bro. Yeah. I'm the doorman. <laughs> Yo, you ain't gonna let my homie in. Your homie looked like he was gonna do something, <laughs> but he not. But he looked like it. My job is to protect. This, what's in here more than it is to protect what's out. Yeah, that ain't my concern. Some things are going to be the the casualty of my protection. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some it's things are going to be great casualties. Yeah. There's going to be a, the casualties of my, my protecting. There's certain friends that I'm not going to let my daughter be around. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Cause not because they're a bad person. They're not bad people, but they're not bad what people. They can, what they can cause. I have to protect you. I'm not trying to protect their feelings. I'm trying to protect your integrity. Oh, this yeah, is this is bars true. right here, bro. I, I was talking with somebody about that too, like about you know, like you can't allow certain young girls at a certain age to hang around other young girls, not because of the young, like the other one. It's because of that young girl. She sometimes she may be more susceptible to. She already has. On, she already sing too much. Yeah, because the other one, the other one that is talking to the you know the young girl you're trying to protect, that other one is going off based off of what her environment is every single day. What she sees her mom do, and that influences her her, her actions. Yeah. And the Bible tells us bad company corrupts good character. Do you know how hard it is to build character in people? So why would I let something, a bad company come and corrupt what it took time to build? Yeah. It takes time. Uh, this is the frustrating part, even dealing with my nieces and nephews. I want to spend time with you to build character that is easily torn down just by going back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man, just, you want to prepare for that? <laughs> that, that it's, it's torn back it's down. It's real, you, bro. It's, it's torn down because you have to. You have to still go out and live. You can't. Uncle Boris ain't going to be in the back pocket. All I'm time. not going to be there. So as you get older, I'm trying to constantly build that character. Yeah. But I understand that you're constantly going to be. You're not always in the most ideal environment. Yeah. But one environment that needs to always be a incubator of integrity and character is the home. Yeah. One place you should be able to be. Have people peace. Be, <laughs> yeah. No, people be like the one place I should be able to relax is home. Nah. I ain't here to make you relax. I'm here to build your character. Yeah. Those things don't always go one in the same. Yeah. It's, it's like it's something wholly different. It's like it's certain. Uh, there was a, a a viral video going around. This restaurant owner. Oh yeah, the twerking drink. Stops yeah, the two girls from from dancing in his restaurant. He said, "If y'all want to go do that, go do it somewhere else." Yeah. I built this establishment to look and be a certain way. Yeah. I have that right. You know, but the crazy part is people were still defending the people. The absolutely. Ones that doing absolutely. Because plausible the, deniability. Because ex, it's considered excessive force to protect what is valuable. Yeah. Everybody going to tell you that you are being excessive because they want to exploit what you're trying to protect. They are. Yeah. We've all done it as men to, to women. Oh, it's not that serious. Why are we telling her that? 
Explain it. To make her stop protecting what is valuable. Yeah, so we can exploit it. So we can exploit it. That's where, as a young man, I wanted to have this conversation with you, bro. It's been a great conversation. We could go on for hours. Yeah. Because this is good. It was good. But we we share it with you guys. We share some nuggets with you. We share some nuggets with you that you need to be paying attention to. Because the, as a young man and as men out here, you're, you're falling away on the job. You are a horrible doorman. I'm calling this episode the doorman. <laughs> you are a horrible doorman. You are letting things everybody into, in. <laughs> you let everybody in. You're letting in. everything and everybody in. It's something that I said before. You, if you're an anything person, then you will be anything. If you down for everything, you will easily be anything. Fall for everything. You'll fall for everything. And then here's the thing. Fall for everything and say, Lord, why am I falling? That would be like Stevie Wonder saying, why did I trip on a curb? Yeah, we know that answer. We know why he tripped on a curb. Why Stevie run into a wall? We know why Stevie ran into a wall. Stevie know why he ran into a wall. That's why Stevie does certain things to take it to uh, combat against his handicap. Yeah. He might have a cane. He might got CNI dog. At this point, he got so much money, he probably got CNI people. Yeah. Lead him where he want to go. Lead him where he want to go. Guess what? You have been afforded the Holy Spirit. Mm, 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 mm. We didn't even get to talk about that. The black man has a hard time trusting in what he cannot see, touch, feel, smell, hear. Because it's more, it's, logical. it's more logical that way. That's why black men worship at the altar of sex more than they worship at the altar of God. <laughs> hey, 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 come on, dap me up, man. This was a good podcast, man. This was a good... What is this podcast going to be called? The Doorman. The Doorman. You got five doors in your life. Protect them at all costs. Jack some folks up. Get excessive. <laughs> Everybody can't be accessible to you when you get excessive. Can't. Everybody don't get to... I don't answer my phone for everybody. Yeah. Some Hey, hey shout out to some of you. Call me just to try to t- convince me that you are a person of God that I don't believe you are because... It shouldn't take your words. Your faith should go forth before you. Your actions. Didn't we talk about that yesterday yeah. in Bible Bible study? Yeah. Their faith went before. They said their faith went out everywhere. Stop trying to call me and make me believe that you are a man of God. Let your faith go before you. You don't got to convince. You me. don't got to convince me. Word will get around. Word travels fast, including yeah. the gospel. Let your let your faith. Oh man, twenty twenty one gonna be crazy. I'm excited now. Y'all got me started, man. Y'all got me started. I'm warmed <laughs> up. I'm getting. Hey, if, if, shout out to everybody that's been praying for me. The prayers have been working. I am at a one thousand and two percent, and this is where you stop at the beat. Uh, so you just like that. So you didn't. Uh, you, you gotta pay attention to when the <laughs> beat comes on because it's like I'm always you know paying attention. Shout out to everybody. That means the song is about to end. Just like that. And then you say bye. Alright. Thanks for coming to the podcast. <laughs> y'all gonna enjoy it. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it.